Hello and welcome. My name is Christopher Chandler. And my name is Chris Shower. And, and we, we are, are Generally, generally American. American. In our podcast, we discuss events, culture, whatever else we want from a generally American perspective. From our differing viewpoints, our goal is that we can offer others and ourselves nuanced opinions on fascinating topics related to the U.S. We invite you to be part of the discussion, and we hope that you'll stick around to see where the conversation takes us. So let's dive in. Yo. Hello. Hello, hello. I hear uh, you got to experience some heavy rain. Yeah. Last week or so. Yeah, I just got back from the north. So there was a lot of rain, a lot of wind. And I really enjoyed it. It was the first time I'd been to the Northern Sea in Germany. But it's like a, it's like a very popular destination with Germans. So they often go there. Uh, I don't know what the equivalent would be in the U.S., but it's like a destination that like everyone goes to. So maybe going to like um, Northern Great Lakes or yeah, Northeast like, area. Yeah, or like the Grand Canyon. Like it's a super typical destination for a lot of people in this area. So we went there for about five days. Really nice, a lot of rain, a lot of wind. Uh, There's a kite festival. So I really enjoyed that. I saw a lot of crabs. <laughs> so a lot of crabs, a lot of snails. Uh, that was really cool. So I will say it looks like a peaceful place. I, uh, oh, it definitely is. I did a little Google Maps stalking of it after we talked about it a few weeks ago, and uh, it looks very nice. Yeah, yeah, it was. And the funny thing is, is you have to pay a tourist tax, I think is the correct term. So it's actually um, an area that that uh, that you go for like a retreat, so like a medical retreat, if because of the air is so salty, um, that it's good for people who have like lung conditions, generally speaking. So like asthma or like breathing problems. So often they'll go to the north. And so that it doesn't get overrun by tourists, you have to pay a tax. And it's like three, like it's, uh, what was it? Like two or three dollars a day per person. So it was kind of expensive. So we had to pay almost 30 euros or $30, sorry, in taxes for being there. And uh, we, took a, we took a ferry to an island, which is also pretty cool. Cause that was the first time I'd ever been on a ferry. And yeah, I definitely want to go again. It was only like a four hour drive, but it was in the middle of nowhere. So it wasn't like hustling and bustling like Berlin or something. But so now I'm back here and it's pretty boring, but I'll be in the U.S. in a couple of months. So it'll be fine. Well, yeah, that sounds like that sounds like an amazing trip. Uh, yeah, that's not, that's the kind of thing I've always wanted to do, like get on a ferry, go island hopping for my job. I spend a decent part of my day just on Google Maps, looking at places and there's a lot of like populated little islands off the West coast, off the East coast and the great lakes. I'm like, wow, probably be pretty cool to just go there, take a ferry there, bum around for a couple days. Yeah, definitely. Do you remember when Google maps first came out? I don't know if you remember that. Weren't they, wasn't it originally like marketed as like Google earth? I want to say yeah, that was like 2008. It was, yeah. It was Google earth. I you remember. had to like download it. Yeah, you had yeah, you actually had to download it and you had to download the various countries for it too. Oh, and I don't remember that. No, you did. You had to, yeah, you had to download the countries. And I remember my dad told me about Google Earth and he's like, Hey, uh, I can like watch you from the internet and I know where you are and I have satellite. And he showed me Google Earth. And I was like, crap, like my dad can see where I am. But he 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 lied to me. He didn't tell me it was live, it wasn't live. So I thought like you could you could actually watch people in real time. But, it, you know, it was just still images like 
but no small uh small anecdote for people who are too old too too young to remember yeah google maps i remember before google maps i had to print out the directions what was it called like MapQuest? i think is the website oh, well even old. even in hindsight i've printed I've printed road trip directions from google map be- maps before like 10 years ago oh uh, because there's like uh you can when you type like a long road trip you can like expand the list and it'll show you like all 40 or 50 steps for getting from like you know montana to ohio or wherever you're going oh you yeah just print them out i remember i remember and you i would have like the the directions on on the passenger seat and i, w- I would always look to make sure that i don't miss an exit and if you miss an exit then you know you're out of luck <laughs> and that happened to me a lot yeah nostalgia anywho how's the weather is it still windy or you know what it's actually been consistently for us rainy lately i haven't seen this area so green in years Oh, which is actually nice because we're always like every year it's like record drought record drought record drought yeah better warning no no burn warning all, all these things i've been hearing that a lot too but we're apparently us in our little pocket, you know, for us, we're having an, I mean, I guess I haven't looked at the numbers, but it certainly feels like we're having an above average rainy season and it's definitely greener than it usually is. Well, that's good. Then maybe you can go hunting or something. I've never been hunting. No, that's not true. I went hunting with my uncle for squirrels, but I never have. I'm, I want to, at some point, that's like a, I own my own house with a chest freezer time. Oh. <laughs> That sounds like the beginning of like a true crime podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, we there's there's smell in the house. We had to go inside and found his chest freezers. <laughs> Full of venison, elk, and like 20 people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we're not doing true crime, but we are, and this is a good segue to today's episode. It does have to do with crime, which was so uh, the, the court of public opinion. Yeah, I love that expression. That's a yes. So maybe you can explain what it is for those who don't know. So the court of public opinion is basically um, breaking it down. In the U.S., uh, most court cases are tried by a jury of your peers, which is usually a group of 10 or so people. Mm -hmm. And they decide, you know, guilty or innocent. Um, However, in reality, um, for high profile cases, the whole country is almost your jury because win or lose the people have their opinion of what you did or what you didn't do or what they think you did or how you conducted yourself. And it can really make or break your whole life just based on um, what they think of your case. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's a very good way of putting it. And I would say that the public, the court of public opinion is actually stronger than the actual legal court. And there have been numerous cases that have been overturned because people weren't in agreement with the legal decision. But unfortunately, this only works if you want to have people like freed. So if they've been like convicted, for example, and you think it was a wrong conviction, they can overturn that. But if they went to trial and they were found, quote unquote, not guilty, there's not much that you can do. So you're kind of out of luck. 
Don't <clears throat> oftentimes when people are wrongfully convicted, don't they get like reparations for their time in prison? Aren't yeah. there stories of someone spending 20 years in prison so they got like a 10 million dollar payout? Yeah, and sometimes it's also capped. Like um it really depends on where you were convicted, uh, what what time you were convicted and the state. Um, but they'll say like for X amount of days, we'll get X amount of dollars. So it could be like, for example, for for every day that you wrongfully sat in prison, you would get $100 or 50 bucks. And then times that by like how many days you were in prison, hmm. which I would argue I'd rather have my freedom than the money. But yeah, so no, nah, it's crazy. And some, but- some states actually cap it. So even if you sat in prison for like uh, uh, innocent for like 30, 40 years, they'll only pay like 10 of that. So depending on which state. Yeah, that that doesn't sound like something that should be legal. No, there's so much that shouldn't be legal. (laughs) But (laughs) well, there's there's two main there's two main cases we want to bring up. At least I want to bring up today. One, I think more people know about. So we'll do that second. Um, this, the, the second or the, the first that I want to bring up, I, I know Chris isn't familiar with it, and I doubt much of the audience is, but something I'm very familiar with. Hmm. Uh, and it kind of t- and what's fun about it is it ties back to the first ever episode I was on. Um, the first episode, the first ever episode I was on was on sports. Oh yeah, and I, I had talked heard. about how the organization, the Houston Texans had ruined their relationship with a generationally talented quarterback because they were having disagreements. And it's a funny episode to look back on because shortly (laughs) after that, uh, he was accused of sexual misconduct and assault with like 20... At this point, I think the lawsuits are up to 24 separate women. That many? Yep. So he hasn't ever since that episode, that episode's a little over a year old. Mm. He hasn't, he hasn't played since then. He was a part of the organization for the Houston Texans until very recently when uh, he was traded to the Cleveland Browns and um, the criminal cases have gone through and he was not found criminally liable. However, there are 24 civil cases happening right now. So he may not be going to prison. However, um, with all this information coming out daily, we're hearing more and more things that are painting his original organization, the Texans, which apparently they were providing him NDAs to give to his masseuses and things like that. Um, and the hotel rooms and the Browns just for like not caring and getting him anyway. Uh, mm. Court of public opinion right now is not looking good for either of those organizations, <laughs> the league as a whole, and of course for you know Deshaun Watson himself. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna backtrack for a couple seconds. So an so an NDA for those who don't know is an is an acronym for a non disclosure agreement, which basically means that you pay money to someone so they won't tell the cops what you did, <laughs> basically, or so, anyone. Yeah. So or it's also known as hush money, so to keep someone quiet. Um, but NDA sounds a lot more official. I don't even know if there's money involved. Like you can just sign an NDA for free. Yeah. But generally speaking, you only sign an NDA for free when you have no leverage. So usually like you're right. Actually, you're correct. You're partially correct. So 
an NDA doesn't actually have to be something illegal. Like you can sign an NDA when you sign up for like a job, for example, that you don't disclose like company secrets, for example. Um, but that might actually have a different name. It might actually be called NDA, but there's something similar. Like if you work for like Coca-Cola, you're not allowed to like uh, sell their secrets or something. Or if you work like on certain projects, you're not allowed to talk about them with your friends. And if the company finds out, then they can sue you. Mm. Um, but that's well, not, I'll... sorry, go on. Oh, I was also going to say, like the employer thing, a lot of times it's before you agree to do something. So yeah. he very well may have just had his masseuse sign NDAs before they ever began, just because he, they, he, they might have thought he's just being overly private. That's true. You can sign it before the fact. Sometimes you, though, if like you reach an agreement, like if someone sues you and then you can't talk about the court case, so they pay money for it to go away. Um, you see this a lot, like with affairs, when some celebrity sleeps with some woman and then she gets like, and it's almost always a woman. It's never really a man. Uh, then she gets like $500,000 and she has to sign an agreement not talking about that she got money. I think this was with like, this is like way off track. So, so forgive me. But I think it was something similar to like the whole like Stormy Daniels and Trump kind of affair mm-hmm. where I think she also signed something like that. And it turned out she got $300,000 to not talk. Blah, blah, blah. But no, I didn't actually know about the case or rather I forgot about the, what was his name again? <clears throat> Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. Yes. And 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 the this is this and you know what this i'll admit to this and it is a very american thing Mm -hmm. we love this stuff i don't like that this happened i i want to be clear like it's really from everything i'm hearing it sounds like these women's these women are legitimate victims and it's an awful thing but for us it's like watching you know a nascar crash you know it's awful but you can't look away yeah and i've been following it very closely just because you know i pay attention to the american football news and it's the off season right now this is the only thing that's going on and every day it sounds like it's getting worse and it's everybody's eating it up right now and just like laser focused on it yeah i mean i get that it's it's not a good thing but it's 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 a thing i think this ties this also ties in with an episode that you had proposed a couple of months back which was uh the like the paranormal or not the paranormal parasocial relationships mm. uh not paranormal <laughs> but that we get really attached to celebrities and i think it's because more than any other country i would like to believe celebrities have a very high status in the u.s so we're, we're very, in, we're very invested in their lives. Like see like the Kardashians, you know, like we have reality shows about people's lives. Like that's super American. So I think it's a, as an American, it's a natural response to be very, you know, curious about, uh, about like, you know, what's going on. I guess maybe I wouldn't call it like morbid curiosity though, but I would say it's a tragedy, you know, unfolding before your eyes. Yes. And it, and it is hard to look away. And it's, and, and I can't speak for everyone, but for me, I have a hard time imagining the mentality of you're a, uh, you're a top of your field athlete. Mm-hmm. You're young, you have all this money and you're just going to go and do dumb stuff like that. 
Like, and that's like not even like even if you have the urge in you to do like something awful like that. Yeah. Like, why would you throw it all away for something that base? Maybe because of the money, you know, as they say, absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. And maybe that's kind of the same thing with money because money makes you do stupid stuff. I mean, I don't really I'm the I if anyone who's been following the podcast knows that you're a huge sports fan and I am less of a sports fan. So mm. um, I'm glad I know who the Patriots are. That's <laughs> that's about yeah. how much I know about sports. But yeah, it's it's really sad to see your heroes fall. Um, and I guess that's the way we look at especially athletes and football, you know, mm. like those are like the top, like the most beloved athletes in the US are like the footballs, the football athletes. So yeah. And, and what's interesting is going back to the topic of public opinion mm. there. So now Deshaun Watson is on the Browns and there is a high chance that the, the commissioner of the entire league has the power to put players on a list that just says, you can't play. I don't need a reason. I say you can't play because it's bad for the league. And a lot of people are thinking he's going to wind up on the list and Browns fans themselves. A lot of them are like, uh, my organization just like sold their soul for this guy. Mm-hmm. Why am I still a fan of this organization? Yeah, it's all about the money, you know. But here's the thing: like they might lose that money. A lot of people just, not a lot, but you know, there are people who are probably just not going to support them monetarily anymore. Yeah, boycott. So that yeah, that ties in with the boycotting that we were talking about. So you you know you vote with your wallet kind of thing. Absolutely, and honestly, the way things are going, um, without getting too deep into the details, I know the Browns gave the Texans three first round draft picks for hmm. Sean Watson, and they all they also promised him a massive, massive guaranteed contract. Um, they can probably recoup most of that money if he makes the commissioners no playlist, but those three draft picks are gone. They, they sold their future for him. That's crazy. Yeah. I didn't know you were following it that closely, but uh, no, I didn't know that, but I think, uh, so if we want to like kind of move on to the second case, yes. Uh, the, the, the case that the world has been following more closely is, you know, the Johnny Depp, and Amber Heard. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch any of it at all, to be honest. I I uh actively avoided it. Um, which was incredibly difficult because even here, like it was all over the news, like every day. Um mm. so I don't watch TV, so I didn't see any of that, but even online there were clips where it's like, yeah. Oh man, did you see Johnny Depp look, he really owned that lawyer here in this clip. And I'm like, okay, I saw a couple of them, I'm like, all right, some of them are kind of funny, but honestly like this is like a painful awful situation like i don't i don't know how much of this i really want to see and part of the reason i wanted we at least i wanted to bring this case up is because the original lawsuit that happened in the uk johnny depp lost and i think it was a defamation lawsuit in the uk and in the u.s and defamation is easier to prove in the UK because the First Amendment in the US is so unbelievably powerful. To prove something like defamation is really difficult. Um, and again, if anyone needs a refresher, the First Amendment is basically uh, freedom of speech. Yeah. 
So de- so defamation is is also also known as like libel. So like libel speech where mm. you know you're basically telling lies about someone. I guess would be the easiest way to you know sum it up with what defamation is. Um, and I I believe the accusation was that she said that he was a wife beater. I believe was was the accusation, and I can't remember. I think it was the the son who published an article. Yeah. But, yeah, it was the Sun, uh, which apparently is just an awful paper, from what I hear. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like a gossip magazine. I can't think of the American equivalent, but every country has that. Yeah. Uh, a National Enquirer. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So, but it's not satire. It's just you know, it's uh, they publish anything that you know, like there's a there's a saying in journalism: if it if it le- if it bleeds, it leads. So anything that's overly grotesque or super personal is very popular in the media, which, you know, see the court cases. I mean, God, I was all over the news. <laughs> it sure was. And, and the interesting thing is, I, I heard a lot of people say this. Mm-hmm. Johnny Depp's lawsuit in the U.S. was not to win. I mean, obviously, they were going to try to win, but due to what I said before, it's so much harder to prove defamation in the U S than it is in the UK. And they already lost in the UK. This was a public, this was a public opinion trial because, because of all this, Johnny Depp has lost work. He's lost opportunities His you know, people don't want to associate with him anymore. If, even if he lost the case and he went into that courtroom and just, you know, won some goodwill, um, it would be a win for him. And the fact that he actually won and, um, one in the court of public opinion was honestly huge for him and was uh, a very much an uphill battle yeah i was actually surprised now i don't really have an opinion on the verdict one way or another because i didn't watch the trial and i don't particularly care about either person but the impression that i got was that both of them were to some extent very troubled people and they had very toxic behavior and so it was just like, you know, uh, like oil and fire. So it just it just didn't mix. And unfortunately, it kind of spilled over and ended in this kind of trial. But you had a lot of people who were actually divided. So I would say the vast majority of people were actually happy that Johnny won. But there were some people who were saying this is the, uh, the trial signalized the end of the Me Too movement, which I think is going a bit too far. But I saw that a lot, you know, on Reddit and on a lot of forums. So yes, which is, is the wrong takeaway, you know. Oh, definitely. Feminism and us as a whole all win when uh, you know equality and truth is what prevails, not just what random people say. Yeah, that's yeah, definitely. Um, but at, I guess at the end of the day, it, it really boils down to how much trust you have in our judiciary system. So. If you believe our courts, then, you know, hoorah, it was the right decision. And if not, then boo, what are we going to do? So, but I don't think anyone knew who she was until this whole thing started, to be honest, because I'd never even heard of her until like a year or so ago. But Honestly, there for like three or so years, I've been hearing about it. It Before it blew up into this huge thing, there was a small community online that I that I came across a few times who were like, wow amber heard is like the worst person ever she's a physical abuser and we will do everything in our power to ruin her 
Yeah, like the fans of Johnny Depp were actually pretty strong. And it, correct me if I'm mistaken, but I believe she was also with Elon Musk. I believe that was her ex, but I'm not sure. I I don't know. I'm gonna double check real quick. Yeah, I'm... that would that would be news to me. Yeah, yeah, they were together. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, they broke up a long time ago, but they were together. But so I was right. Yeah, but that's like all celebrity gossip, and you know, I tend not to gossip. But yeah, the court of public opinion is strong, and there have been plenty of cases where people were not uh like were visibly angry because of the court of opinion. So what what the Rodney King trial, you know that one, right? Oh, I know the name. Uh, you might have to remind me. So in the early 90s, there was uh, this black man called Rodney King, and he was driving home from work. And uh, he got stopped by the police. And the police stopped him and asked him where he was going. And I think he said he was going home or something. And the police didn't believe him. And w- they proceeded to beat him. And they beat him so badly that he had to you know, have medical attention. And being it an all uh, all black neighborhood and the cops being all white there was obviously racial tension between the two groups so they went to trial and long story short the trial said or the 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 court said the the cops are innocent so they were found not guilty and this caused like massive chaos in i believe it was san francisco i know it was in california and people like i think it was like for like a week or like a week or two, people just went and just like burned buildings, burned cars, uh, broke into like houses. And the funny thing is, is almost none of this would have happened if there hadn't been a guy who filmed it. Because I think like a week prior, I can't remember his name, forgive me. Um, he bought a camera. He bought a, a camera from like Sony, from like Walmart. And he looked out his window and saw some cop beating a guy and he filmed it and that was pretty much the you know the, the whole basis for the trial so that in a nutshell so that that was like one of the most volatile reactions to a uh to to a conviction i would say or lack thereof uh, in the u.s and the and the the oj simpson trial i'm sure you know that one yes yeah i do yeah. know that one yeah so he never did see prison time did he no yeah yes and no so maybe because i explained the rod you can explain the oj simpson one if you want i'm gonna be real honest with you Um, i don't think i have all the details i know i know him like in his ford bronco on the highway driving super slow running away from the cops okay that so i don't have all the details a hundred percent but i'll give like a very very brief version so basically, O.J. Simpson was uh, uh, a football player and a very popular one. So he was also known as like the juice because of O.J. Yep. being orange juice. So he's known as the juice. And uh, he was accused of murdering uh, Nicole Brown and her boyfriend. And so they were both found murdered dead, obviously, in their own blood. And all of the evidence pointed towards O.J., saying that he did it and he was like no i didn't do it and so when the police came to arrest him he fled in his white ford bronco (laughs) and you can watch these videos online of him 
just driving down the highway and you have like all these cop cars, just like dozens of them following him. And they eventually caught him. He went to trial. And uh, there's a famous quote that I'm sure you know that resulted from this trial, which is, um, if the glove doesn't fit, you must acquit. Yep. So, yeah, because they found a glove at the scene of the crime and the prosecution, so, so the government said, uh, this is O.J. Simpson's glove. And his lawyer said, no, it's not his glove. It's too small. And O.J. Simpson proceeded to, tr- to, to put this glove on and lo and behold, it didn't fit. It was too small. And and this was like supposed to be like the the damning evidence from 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 the from the county and so you know he then he was found not guilty and then like 10 years later he broke into like a las vegas uh museum to steal his stuff back (laughs) and he got sentenced to like life for for robbery so (laughs) and he just got released i think two two or three years ago so Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, and it was a. Uh, there's a lot of uh, funny videos out there because he started vlogging. Yeah, which, on Twitter, which was weird. Which is weird, and he uh, apparently he's a really big Patrick Mahomes fan, who's the quarterback of my team. So he'll dress up like him and do his hair like him and wear his jersey. Huh. <laughs> do weird videos. It's so weird. Yeah, there are a couple and, of videos. Sorry, go on. And what what's really weird is like. It's considered, from what I hear, it's pretty widely considered that the prosecution on his case, um, the, the murder case, um, totally mishandled that case. Like, they should have had him. They just decided to pursue this glove thing, and it totally sank them. Yeah. Um, so the court of public opinion is pre- pretty, like, he definitely did it, but the, <laughs> the prosecution, you know, couldn't seal the deal. So... You know, for the most part, people just assume he did it and got away with it. He wrote a know, book about it called uh, I, How I Would Have Done It or something like that. Or if I, was, I did it. Yeah, I was just going to ask if you know that. Yeah. So the guy, he got off scot-free. Nothing happened to him. He didn't ever face trial for this crime. And he wrote a book to, I guess, in his mind, it was a good idea. And he wrote a book saying, if I had done it, so if I had murdered them, this is what I would have done. And my thought is, why the hell would you write a book like that? Like, that doesn't help you. That 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 even makes it more suspicious. So. But it, it doesn't matter. You can't be in, in the U.S. You can't be tried for the same crime twice. Yeah. Do you know the name of that? Double Jeopardy. Yeah. So it's called no double, double Jeopardy. Yeah. So it's Double Jeopardy. Um, and I, I believe that's common in a lot of democracies. So you can't be like, it's the same here in Germany. So if you get acquitted, they can't try you again, which like, let's be honest, um, if they could, then would it really be justice? Because you would just be trying people until you get what you want. Um, Like some other famous cases about public opinion. So the first case that comes to my mind is the Michael Jackson case. So that, that uh, the, the whole Michael Jackson and uh, I don't want to like, be too graphic but what he was accused of with regarding children um that was like all over the news and so i feel like for most americans it's i think i think a lot of people feel like he actually did do it um but they don't care that's that's because you see like a lot of these jokes like on south park and family guy and whatnot 
um but we still like listen to his music you know what mm-hmm. i mean but well yeah it is interesting because he's kind of an outlier so like for example um going back to oj simpson he was a great mm-hmm. football player he was super popular yeah nobody talks about him as a football player anymore <laughs> was he but really people, that good though apparently he was very good uh, okay. um again i i've only really been following the sport closely for like six or so years at this point so my older you know knowledge base is spotty but he you know he was good enough to have a nickname and he was a famous player and nobody ever talks about that however uh michael jackson he's still the king of pop that's true i mean i love his music i love michael i I like bad thriller like all that that's really good pop music but you know, even now, it's they released a new uh, documentary. I guess it's not new because it's like two or three two or three years later, but it was called um, like "Leaving Neverland" or something, where purported victims came forward to talk about the case, saying they had lied during the original trial, and now they're telling their true story. I don't know. That's I guess it's up to everyone to decide how believable they want they they see that, but. Uh... Yeah, I think those are like the most, I think most Americans will be familiar with all the cases, except for the Deshaun Watson case, which I guess is, well, I guess now it's because it's, it's current, but I wouldn't call it historical, if you, if you know what I mean. Yeah, well, honestly, like, I think you and I are also getting to that age where <laughs> things we don't want to admit is, are historical are getting to be historical. That's, <laughs> we're getting old. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's true. Um, uh, but it's 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 very tricky. Like the 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 court of public opinion. So I don't know if you know this, but uh, in like a lot of states, if so, generally speaking, you're supposed to be tried by a jury of your peers. But that is only true if they can guarantee you a fair trial. So if they can't guarantee you a uh, a fair trial in the place where you committed the crime then they have to move you to to another city Mm. and they often do that because the public because the opinion the court of public opinion is so strong that there's no way you could have a fair trial also aren't there cases of sometimes where in an area you don't have enough peers yeah say you you live in a town of like a hundred people but you own you know a multi-million dollar corporation no one else in that town probably is anywhere near your wealth bracket so that can true. fairly try you who can fairly yeah. fairly judge you yeah so generally like so peers are pretty much anyone who's i guess similar to you with respect to like a couple of traits so like race religion maybe gender ethnicity uh hair color stuff like that so, like, uh, there have often been cases where a black person is on trial, but all of the jury, uh, pe- all of the jurors are white. So it's considered not fair because they're not their peers. But, but yeah, that's that's pretty much the public court opinion. So we're coming to a close, and we talked about a bunch of famous cases. I mean, there there are dozens of cases that we could talk about for the end of time to the end of time. But yeah, but I would say that those are the cases that most Americans know. So like the the Sean Watson, which is 
current OJ Simpson, uh, Michael Jackson, and like Rodney King, I would say those are the ones that pretty much everyone knows. There, there are others, but we're not going to get into all that. Yeah. And also, so, I, I want to clarify that the term court of public opinion, it doesn't just apply to anything involving criminal or civil or any sort of legal cases. Like, it's a term used to basically just describe overall reputation. If, that, if a corporation true. just does something awful, nothing illegal, nothing they're going to get sued over, but just something awful that we all hate. I mean, in court of public opinion, they're, you know, it, it would still apply. Yeah. That's definitely true. I would say that first and foremost, the, the, the court of public opinion is more powerful and important than the actual courts. Because, like, let's be real, the courts only have power if we give them power. And the power comes from the people. So if people don't support the courts, then the courts are meaningless. So there has to be, like, a, a good balance between the two. So it doesn't have to be 50-50. But it, it shouldn't be like 100-0 or like 20-80. So the legal courts should, for all intents and purposes, reflect the, the court of public opinion. But when they don't, then all hell breaks loose. <laughs> and then, you know, it's run for the hills. And, uh, yeah. So that's it from my side. I don't know if you if you have any two cents you want to add before we, we get off here. You know, I think, I think we covered everything. At least I wanted to hit. Okay, so did I. It was a bit bit difficult topic, so hopefully uh, everyone understood. And uh, thanks so much for listening, and we're out. Bye. <laughs> Bye. We really appreciate you taking the time to listen to our podcast. We hope that it was informative and that we were able to expand your worldview, even if only just a little. We always welcome feedback, comments, and constructive criticism. If you'd like to provide us with any, please reach out to us at our Discord or email address both of which will be listed in, in the description. Thanks again for listening and until next time.